and welcome to A Word for This Day podcast. I'm Jory Schaefer, the show's host and creator, and it is my absolute joy and pleasure to welcome you today. Welcome to anyone who's found us for the first time. Welcome back to all you regular listeners. I am so thankful that you are here. I want you to know that I have prayed for you. I continue to pray that the Lord will draw you closer to Him, that you will have more of a desire to know Him and to spend time in His Word, um, that you will carve out that time to seek Him. Uh, We talked about yesterday how uh, grace and peace uh, can be multiplied to us in the knowledge of Jesus Christ, in the knowledge of God the Father. And the way we know Him more is that we spend time in His Word, and so I am so thankful that you are here. I want to remind you that um, I've put a link down in the show notes about uh, my personal journaling method where I just do a little short Bible journaling each day to to focus my heart and mind on a a verse for the day. And um, I'm publishing some YouTube shorts and reels and things all over social media if you would like to join. Um, And don't think if you're not a journaler that uh, that this is not for you. Sometimes that writing and listening and reading, if we're doing multiple things with our body, um, it helps focus our mind. And so I just want to encourage you to think about it, give it a try, uh, and just know that I am so thankful for you. Please consider sharing this podcast with friends, family, neighbors, strangers, just anyone who you think may receive a blessing from it. Know that I love to hear from you. And please consider subscribing subscribing and following and doing all those things that we do in social media, just so that if other people are looking for devotionals, that they may be able to find it. We may never know where all this reaches, but God knows. And I just pray that he will put it exactly where it needs to be. The goal of this podcast is to give him the glory and encourage us. others to be in his word daily. And so I just want to encourage you that you can be in his word daily. Well, our verse for the day for uh, January the 3rd, 2024 comes from 1 Peter, the letter of 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 3. And it reads as follows from the English Standard Version. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. According to his great mercy, he has caused us to be born again to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. Oh, friends, it's the gospel right there in this verse. I'm so excited for us to park here today. And um, I've told you before, if you're a regular listener, um, that I'm trying to shorten these daily podcasts so that I have time to um, encourage people in other ways and have time to do some writing and that sort of thing. And so I won't do as an extensive of a background. Some of you might be thankful for that. (laughs) Uh, But we will continue you to still have that discipline of thinking about where we are in the scripture and who wrote the book or letter, what was going on, and that helps us with the context. And uh, so we are in this letter of uh, 1 Peter. We were in 2 Peter yesterday. We know that it's written by the Apostle Peter because it starts out this way. Um, In verse 1, Peter, an apostle of Jesus Christ. And then we see to whom he is writing this letter. He says, to those who are a 
collect exiles at the dispersion in Pontus, Galatia, Cappadocia, Asia, and Bithynia, according to the foreknowledge of God the Father in the sanctification of the Spirit, for obedience to Jesus Christ and for sprinkling with his blood. May grace and peace be multiplied to you. You know, he said that yesterday. And he so wanted them to know God's grace, the grace that brought salvation and that peace or that wholeness uh, that comes in being in him. And so um, we see that he is writing to people who have been dispersed. At this time, and when the gospel began to spread, uh, there was a great persecution that came, and believers were dispersed all around, and um, and so he's uh, writing to many of those and encouraging them. And like we talked about yesterday, Jesus had told him that when he had turned back, he would strengthen his brothers, and so he strengthened, I think, his fellow apostles and disciples, but he also strengthened those who were dispersed. And this letter of First Peter very much talks about and encourages uh, those believers who are, go- who are going through suffering, going through trials, and it was necessary then and so applicable then, and it's very applicable now, friends. And I would encourage you to uh, take time to read this letter. Because the matter of suffering um, for being a Christian is not if we will suffer, it is when will we suffer. Um, That is part of the walk of a Christian because we suffer because Christ suffered for us. Now, will we all have the exact same physical suffering as him? We probably won't. Some may, but not all of us will. But that suffering, the root goes back to the passion, and it it's intense emotional stress as well. And so all of us are called to that um, because we will be able to show as we rely on him God's grace and his mercy. And sometimes suffering is for us. Sometimes it's for others to see how we walk through it. Sometimes, like with Job, uh, there are things going on in the heavenly places that that we don't know about um, and that we are brought through these sufferings for a purpose, but God's will and his ways are perfect. Um, But that's very much what Peter's talking about in this letter. And I want to remind you about Peter's calling. We read that right at the beginning of Jesus's ministry, it says here in Matthew uh, four eighteen, while walking by the Sea of Galilee, he, Jesus, saw two brothers, Simon, who is called Peter, and Andrew, his brother, casting a net into the sea, for they were fishermen. And he said to them, follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. Immediately, they left their nets and followed him. And so they did follow him. And Peter and James and John were in that inner circle. They were uh, some of the closest apostles with the Lord Jesus. They saw his transfiguration, um, but they also knew, oh, firsthand his mercy and his grace and love. And we talked about how Peter knew about that uh, based on the fact that he had denied the Lord Jesus, but the Lord Jesus gave him grace and told him that when he had turned back, he would strengthen his brothers. And that's exactly what he's doing here. Um, and so Peter opens up this letter of First Peter after his greeting and to those who have been dispersed, uh, giving God the glory and the praise. Listen to this. He says in our verse for the day, blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, 
According to his great mercy, he has caused us to be born again to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. And I'm going to read just a little past that and then come back and park on our verse for the day. To an inheritance that is imperishable, meaning it can't die, undefiled and unfading, kept in heaven for you who by God's power are being guarded through faith for a salvation ready to be revealed in the last time. Peter knew this. He knew that what Jesus had done and what he had said was true. He was in that group who had uh, walked and talked with Jesus. He had seen him transfigured in all of his glory on the mountain. He had seen Moses and Elijah uh, right there with Jesus. He had uh, been on the water and walked on the water with Jesus. He saw Jesus after Jesus had been resurrected. He saw Jesus ascend back to heaven. He knows knew this was true and he knew what Jesus said was true and he knew that there was a living hope and so he was giving God the glory and praise and in saying this prayer in say, giving this statement of worship and praise he was also telling those who were receiving the letter about the characters of God and about the or characteristics of God and about the characteristics of God's son Jesus he says um, according to his great mercy he has caused us to be born again to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead why do we need hope why did Jesus have to die it's because we are all sinners it's because all of us have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God and we all deserve a penalty. We all deserve punishment for our sin. The wages of sin is death, we read. And so that is what all of us uh, were due to pay or are due to pay if we haven't accepted the Lord Jesus Christ. But Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, because in his great mercy, because he had such compassion and care for us, that even though we deserve punishment, even though we deserve destruction, even though we uh, deserve death, in his great mercy... He sent Jesus to die for us to pay that those wages of sin, of sin that we owed. He sent Jesus to pay that penalty. Jesus was the propitiation, which means he was the appeasement uh, to a holy God uh, to pay that ransom, to pay that price that we owed a holy God uh, for our sins. And in doing that, not only did he just take care so that we don't have that penalty, that death, uh, but he gave us life. Uh, we do have a living hope that even after this short life, we have hope of eternal life. That hope is that eager, joyous expectation that we know that something is better. We know that we have this inheritance that is not corruptible, that won't fade, that's kept in heaven for us, that we will be with the Lord Jesus and with God the Father forever and ever and ever if we accept what the Lord Jesus has done for us. And the way that that hope was... Um, the way that we were born again to that living hope, the way that it was made possible is that Jesus defeated death and hell and sin in the grave 
by being resurrected on that third day. He conquered death. He was victorious over death. I love what uh, it says in, I believe it's in 1 Corinthians, Oh, death, where is your victory? Oh, death, where is your sting? It's not there. This is temporary. Uh, All of us will end up in eternity somewhere, either in eternity with God the Father, if we've believed in Jesus Christ, His Son, and accepted Him as our Lord and Savior, or in eternity separated from Him in in utter torment and darkness and hell. And so there there is hope if we put our trust in Jesus. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. And we are born again. We have that new birth. It's a regeneration. It's a new being. Um if we believe in Christ, it's all on faith. It's not on works. There is not anything that we can do to earn it. It's by God's grace and God's mercy. It's that grace and peace multiplied to us. Um, it's not anything that we can do. And uh, so it is truly a gift. And he has made a way for us to be born again. I want to read to you what Jesus told uh, Nicodemus. And I think you'll recognize this as far as what it means about being born again. Because you may have in your mind the same question that Nicodemus, one of the Pharisees that came to Jesus at night, had. You may have a hard time even explaining what does it mean to be born again. Well, if you think about that reborn or that birth, that um, the definition of that has to do with being delivered being brought through, and it's uh, being made new. And um, I want you to hear what Jesus, uh, well, listen in Jesus' own words about what it was about being born again. Um, And we look here in John chapter 3, verse 1. It says, Now there was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. This man, man came to Jesus by night and said to him, Rabbi, we know that you are a teacher come from God, for no one can do these signs that you do unless God is with him. Jesus answered him, Truly, truly, I say to you, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus said to him, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter a second time into his mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, Truly, truly, I say to you, unless one is born of water and the Spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. So this being born again has to do with God's Holy Spirit working in us, making us new. It says, That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the Spirit is spirit. Do not marvel that I say to you, you must be born again. The wind blows where it wishes, and you hear it sound, but you do not know where it comes from or where it goes. So it is with everyone who is born of the Spirit. Nicodemus said to him, How can these things be? And Jesus answered him, Are you the teacher of Israel, and you do not understand these things? Truly, truly, I say to you, we speak of what we know and bear witness to what we have seen, but you do not receive our testimony. He was say, when he said you, he meant the Pharisees. If I've told you earthly things and you do not believe, how can you believe if I tell you heavenly things? No one has ascended into heaven except he who descended from heaven, the Son of Man. And as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, so must the Son of Man be lifted up, that whoever believes in him may have eternal life. Jesus told him right there it has to do with belief. 
that's how we are renewed. And he says in verse 16, For God so loved the world that he gave his only Son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but in order that the world might be saved through him. That's exactly what Jesus did. It's exactly what God did for us in his great mercy. And I just love what it says in Ephesians chapter 2 verse 4. But God being rich in mercy because of the great love with which he loved us, even when we were dead in our trespasses, made us alive together with Christ. By grace you have been saved and raised us up with him and seated us with him in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus so that in the coming ages he might show the immeasurable riches of his grace and kindness toward us in Christ Jesus. That is exactly what Peter is giving God the Father uh, praise for in our verse for the day. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ according to his great mercy. He has caused us to be born again to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. Do you know that living hope? Have you accepted the Lord Jesus? Are you walking like you have been accepted by the Lord Jesus and that you've accepted him as your Lord and Savior? Are you walking as one who has been shown great mercy and who has this wonderful inheritance kept in heaven for you? I pray that you are today, friends. Be in his word. Spend time with him. Know this truth. Blessings to you, friends. Until next time.